The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Oh my gosh, we meet again. Hello to you. There we go again. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Eric Angel Podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day uh, from right here. We got a, a Jesus. I got home last night and it was it was starting to snow a little bit and uh, it was a little slick on the roads. I wake up. We've got like four or five inches of snow. I'm like, what the hell? Those winds whip across this freaking ocean, this freshwater ocean. Warm water, pick up the moisture, make clouds, dump. Hello. Damn it. I don't think it'll be a, any uh, issue to just shovel it, but it's a damn good thing. It's not like wet and disgusting snow. It's light and fluffy. It actually looks very, very pretty outside. My uh, snowblower, I took it into like the local hardware place to like get it tuned up. Well, not tuned up. It just, it sucks. You know, it pulls snow in and then when it shoots it out, it's just like, it shoots it like half an inch. It's ridiculous. It's like, uh, kind of like my ding dong. It's a snowblower version of my ding dong. And they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. I go, yeah, but are you going to help it on its distance? It's got to, it's got to shoot its load much further. That's what I'm, I want you to shoot its load, get it to shoot its load further. And, uh, this is the type of place where, Everybody in this community takes their snowblowers there. So when I, I dropped it off, it was like June. And they're like, uh, yeah, it'll be a little bit. Hey, here it is almost December. But I think the end is near. I think it'll be here before too long. Maybe by the end of the winter. I'm not sure. Okay, but enough of that. I have news about the great food giveaway. I'm pretty sure a price hike has uh, taken hold. Um, yes, Gemmins is where I take it. The uh, snowblower. I love Gemmins so much. All right. We need to come up with Let's see. I had it and then I lost it. Sean over at uh, Meyer is helping me get this together. This amount, $4,685.60 to feed 100 people with a uh, Christmas, Christmas meal. Uh, I don't know why I said Christmas twice. A Christmas meal for the holidays. We will give it away on Thursday, the 21st. 
of December at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. I know this is considerably more than previous years. Prices have have stuck. Um, so, but, uh, you know, could be worse. 100 meals will fly out of our truck, out of our trailer, Mike Ball's trailer at Irvine's on that fantastic day. It'll no doubt be a snowstorm like last year. The price breakdown goes like this. For 200 cans of corn, 69 cents a can times 200 is 138 bucks. The rolls, $4.69 per $100, $469. Potatoes, $5.59 times $100, $559. Gravy, $3.59 a jar, $100, Fresh from Meyer, 8-inch pumpkin pie, $6.49 each times $100, $649. And here you go, the 8-pound ham. Two ninety nine a pound times eight point four. I don't know what that means. Times one hundred, two thousand five hundred eleven dollars and sixty cents for a grand total of four thousand six hundred eighty five dollars and fifty cents. The way we do this is we kind of like pass the hat around to the audience. We've uh, been successful in doing this. Um, This is our fourth year doing it. So no doubt we will be able to hit this one out of the park again. I'm going to include on the chat for you all uh, where you uh, drop off your dollars and cents virtually. Talking PayPal, Cash App, and Venmo. Okay. There you go. And I will of course include it in the um in the show notes of this podcast. So, you know, you you drop a little uh drop a little cash in there and off you go. So, thank you so much if you've been thinking about it. That is how we do it. PayPal, Cash App, and Venmo. I gather up all your money, and then when it comes to actually purchasing it, um, we get it done that way. That is how we do it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In advance. Time out. Starla! She's like, what? What? She doesn't know what to think about that snow, by the way. Uh, All right. So that's what we have in store. Four thousand and uh six hundred and eighty-five dollars and sixty cents. We can knock this out really, really quickly. Well, maybe. I hope so. And that is exactly what we will be doing for the great food giveaway year number four over at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Okay, those two dogs are actually chewing on the same toy right now, and it's awesome. My God. So, all right, off and running. Thank you so much uh, for contributing in the previous years, and if you're helping this year. I, I, I got to admit, I'm, I'm a little bit 
concerned about that uh, about that dollar amount. That is that is that is sizable. But um, after a day or so of fundraising, I'm sure we'll be able to uh, uh, quell that, and I'll feel good about it. So there you go. 100 families will be fed for the great food giveaway coming up on December 21. We'll also need help distributing the food. That's always a good time. I know I'll see a lot of the usual faces, but uh, always spectacular. Okay, off and running on this. Hold on a second here. I just heard something that's make You guys, hey. I got a show to do, so no fighting. There's going to be a brawl. I'm telling you. It's going to be one of those days I can feel it right now. Um, I, a little bit more on the uh, the incident that we discussed yesterday. Hold on a second. Nick says, thank your boy Biden for the increase in prices. That's a dumb comment. Okay, that is a that is a lazy, dumb comment. Everybody knows that inflation hit because of COVID. Everyone knows that. It's not so easy as just saying, oh, well, it was the president's fault. Nick, come on. I look to you for knowledge and wisdom. It's dumb to say that any president causes any one thing in particular both ways now shut your stupid hillbilly mouth and stand around and act like you're busy today you dumb bastard it's the president's fault you stupid twat how dumb are you speaking of stupid Um, The Bootstrap Boys brawl uh, took place yesterday. That got even more heated with this bulldog-faced whore who speaks on behalf of the band uh, getting involved with your old pal EZ. It was an old-fashioned struggle, which they backed down very quick. I think they realized that there's no winning this. So after I started to smash them right in the fucking face repeatedly, uh, <laughs> repeatedly, um, they they kind of let up, and I I didn't hear anything more from them, and uh, but honestly, the way this broke down, the ticket, the fifteen dollar ticket. of that money went to Waylon. 20% of the money goes to the band, uh, to the venue, I should say. And the other 13.3% goes to the Bootstrap Boys. Standard deal. Uh, It was explained in detail as to how that money breaks down, as to why those charges are there. The point was the band gets there, makes a little bit of money on the appearance, gets in front of four or 500 people that they wouldn't have been in front of before. And uh, sells their merch, has a good time. The Bootstrap Boys sold 12 tickets. The other opener sold 24 tickets. 
thereabout. Okay? Waylon did that so that those bands could get exposure. Waylon didn't have to do that. They could have just done the show themselves and gone two and a half hours and collected all of the money. But they chose not to because they like to have several local bands on the bill. So just because that fucking lady who runs their business thinks that, I mean, why the fuck would they, would she expect 100% of the money? That's not how it works because your, your cost that, I mean, it costs money to put a band on stage, lighting, personnel, security, all that shit is cost manpower. This stupid asshole thinks that they should just go there. Like, why are we, it's not a fucking charity deal where you show up and make all the money there. That's never happened ever. So, uh, Phil and Waylon ended up giving them the money just to shut them the fuck up. And now they are blacklisted from the intersection. They will never ever appear at that venue again. Okay. They're going to be stuck playing like, uh, you know, the fucking, uh, hot dog eating, uh, uh, event, the chili cook off and the cornhole tournament, uh, from this day forward. And it, and it's too bad. It's too bad. And then that stupid fucking bulldog faced whore is going on and on about how it was an insulting deal. And they should have gotten 100% of the money. It's like you stupid fucking asshole. So anyway, uh, they kind of ignored me after we started to fight and then they, they just backed off and it's like, you know, that's the best, that's the easiest way to end a fight is just don't say anything. They did not want to fight. Ooh, Patrick Kane to the Red Wings. Holy shit. Nine time all-star winger picks Detroit after off season hip surgery. All right. Sorry. Distracted. Tyler says, I went on the strap on boys, Facebook page to see what trouble I could possibly cause. And now I keep getting Facebook ads for those fucks when I'm scrolling through my timeline. Amanda says never do a per ticket deal. Always do straight tickets. Oh yeah. Thanks Bill Graham. Like, you have any idea what you're talking about? Uh, Nick says, I am also technically banned from the intersection for filling my own beer pitcher. Who is Bill Graham? He's a famous concert promoter. No one gets that reference that I made. That's an old person reference. Time out. I'm already annoyed today. I just, I just feel uh, like I'm going to scream at somebody. Oh, it's going to be Darla. Stop! Okay, and you're wondering, why do you do that easy? Why do you scream at her when she's licking Bruce? Because I know how this goes. Now she's going to bed. I know how this goes. That gets him excited, and then he wants to hump. And then when he humps, 
we've got a problem. Then I have to get up, separate them. It's a pain in the ass. And you guys sit there and laugh at me as usual. Um, Kenny says, concerning the bootstrap boys, yeah, they never responded to me on X. All I did was state some facts and they had nothing to say. Maureen says, you look a little tired, easy. I feel tired. I don't know what the hell happened. I got to bed a little bit late. Um, but I think, I think, um, something is happening to my body because I only had to get up to go tinkle once, once that is, that hasn't happened in years. Okay. So I think this medicine may actually be working, which, uh, is, is like shrinking my prostate gland. God damn it. I'm so old. Fucking horrible. But uh, no, I woke up and it's like all this freaking snow. I was like, okay, all right. I can deal with this. You know? All right. So uh, I'm excited about the great food giveaway, but a little bit of trepidation with the fact that we have to raise that money. $4,685.60. That's the most we've ever had to raise. Um, that's more than what we paid last year for twice the food last year. We had twice the food. It cost us. It didn't cost us that much. I don't think maybe it did. I don't know why. I think that this looks much larger. A uh, dumb shit. Nick, uh, thinks this is, this is Joe Biden's fault. Uh, Corey says not how that works. If anything, it was Trump and we are feeling the effects now. Yeah. I don't want to say that either. I don't want to blame it on any one president. That's, that's just not the way it works. All right. A lot going on. Uh, I was at Bosco's pub last night. We ended up, okay, it was weird because we started the night out. Everything was great. And then uh, all of a sudden it's like nobody, it was ridiculous because it it was so not busy that it's like eight o'clock. And I said to Doug, I go, what do you want to do? You want to shut this down? He goes, yeah, let's go and close up all the food. So you got to take all the uh, things you put on the burgers, all the uh, toppings and stuff. You got to like uh, put this uh, fucking saran wrap over it. I'm doing that. And then uh, someone walks in. And there's a little like every time the, uh, someone walks in, you hear roof, roof, roof. <laughs> because I bark, Daryl is freaking out. Roof, 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 roof. I didn't mean to scare you. Anyway, it's a recording of of, uh, Doug's dog, Bosco. And you hear the thing bark. And then, you know, you know, someone is walking into the into the damn restaurant. That was hysterical, by the way. That I I did the sound of the dog and, and she 
freaked out. Oh, honey. Oh, my God. Oh. Did not like that at all. I went roof, roof, roof. I don't want to do it. And then she barked. I freaked out. Oh, honey. Oh, that's so great. Look at that face. Um, <laughs> so then I, it's, everything's closing down for the night. And, uh, then these four dudes who are heavyweights, they work down the street and they're coming in for their lunch break. They work like third shift and they, they're going to freaking smash some food. And. I'm like, oh, fuck. So then we have to unwrap everything. And then while I'm getting their food ready, like two more customers come in. So all of a sudden, we're in the middle of a rush. We've got like a whole bar full of people drinking. People uh, people were ordering food. So what was, we're going to get out of there early. All of a sudden, we're just getting smashed with people buying food. It was incredible. Uh Corey asks, how did a dog breed like Darla survive in the wild? You shut up. This is a train killer. This is a supreme species with like a life expectancy, half that of uh, most dogs. Not my Darla, though. Oh, my God. What a face. She, and she's very squishy. Oh, my God. I love her. Okay. You go back and. The mean dog is gone. You go go lay down. I have work to do. All right. Um, Kyle is here, and he's he's one of the gays. And I got in big trouble yesterday. I I, I fucked up bad. Um, one of our beloved other gay audience members, Rainbow Flag Jeremy, called my ass out. Because when I was ranting about the bootstrap boys, I, instead of like calling them fat assholes, I called them the bootstrap boys. Yeah, that guy, he's an F rhymes with Baggett. I actually said that. And uh, Jeremy got pissed off, man. Oh, fuck. And I felt bad right away because, I mean, I love Jeremy more than anything. And you know, I'm not a, I don't hate gay people in any way, but I, I mean, he said, okay, that's that. I didn't like that. I was disappointed in you, Eric. And that's worse than anything. When someone who loves you says that they're disappointed. Oh my God. I'm quite disappointed in how you ended your free podcast, calling the hit country band F rhymes with baggots. I know you are a friend of the gay community. So I am not pissed, but turning the word into Baggett doesn't reduce its meaning. You are way better than that. Do better. He gave me a do better. Oh, fuck. I said, oh, man, I'm sorry about that. You're right. I won't do that anymore. I don't. I, I didn't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. He said, okay. Then he wrote, thank you. On a different topic, did you see the shirt Pellerito wore apparently to a U of M watch party? And he sent me a picture. Uh, 
He's next to his brother, Joe Pellerito, who's usually here enjoying the show. And uh, Pellerito, who's gotten chubby as me, fucking A, is wearing an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. And at the bottom of it, it says Show Stalker. What a jerk. God, let it go. If he's not stalking out my daughter on her Facebook page, he's doing shit like this and posting it. I wrote, ha, 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 he's a lunatic. Also, I'll mention on the show that I shouldn't have done that. I feel bad, Jeremy. Thanks for letting me know. Jeremy says, I know you get carried away sometimes in an effort to entertain. You talk into a microphone for 20 plus hours a week. You will have, you will, you will say things that you wish you hadn't. If this was Eric from 10 years ago, I'd be far more pissed, but you have 100% become an ally to the gay community. You do have a different outlook than in the past. You have shown that through your words and your actions. Right on. My bad, I said. Kyle says, I recommend every gay, Kyle, who's also gay, have three older brothers and grow up in the 90s. You'll get called F rhymes with bag or told you're so gay so many times you forget. Tyler says, just remember this was Eric Zane talking, not Eric Zaitunian. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Uh, Chris says, as they reached out at all, Pellerito, since the crap hit the fan besides the creepy Facebook replies and stuff. No, no, I don't think so. I, 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 I haven't, uh, nothing that I can recall. And it needs to stay that way. This is the type of thing that if something terrible happens to one of my family members, like let's say dad finally uh, uh, goes to the uh, uh, to that great gig in the sky, all those losers are going to approach me and say, I'm so sorry. It's like, no, fuck you. No, 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 th- don't do that. Stay the fuck away. It's over. Get over it. They all, they, they listen to the show, um, after I produce it and then post the audio that way they don't, they're like, uh, anonymous. I can't tell who's listening to that show, but that's how they consume the show now. Or they come up with a fake account on here and just remain quiet. Bunch of idiots. God, that must've been so awkward for Joe Pellerito. That is fucking weirdo brother. Is wearing an Eric St. Joe pie. The only reason why he wore that shirt was to annoy Joe. That's the way Mike is. He's a he's a annoying fat little troll. Okay. Again, I should have taken the hint when the alarms were going off in my head on the week I got fired when I walked into the arena, and he was holding. A, a we love Eric or Harambe loves Eric Zane sign up to the glass crying, crying. I should have taken that as a hint as stay away. He is, this is an unbalanced person. Okay. This is a sick individual. No one, 
should ever cry over a fucking radio guy. The sign around uh, Amanda says, I don't know. I don't know about the crying part, but that's funny as shit. Oh yeah. It was right when they killed that ape. It was all at about the same time. So it was a good reference. No doubt. Still can't believe that happened. Wasn't it like the kid fell in there and then the ape was like taking care of the kid and he's like holding him like a baby and the ape comes walking back and, and tries to give the kid to the zookeeper and the zookeeper goes, yeah. And then he like uh, pulls out a pistol and shoots Harambe in the face. Some of that might be embellished. I don't know. I'm still happy that barking into this microphone caused Darla to freak out. That was a high point uh, moment on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an update for you uh, on all of the craziness going on in our beautiful Ottawa County. This all started nearly one year ago. They won a November election. And uh, a number of these Ottawa Impact people, which is a, a group of people all with the same values, they have to sign a contract that they will uphold their crazy religious fanatic values. And um, they went in and uh, took all the seats from the previous Republicans. It's always been Republican here. So they aren't Republican. They're right-wing fanatics. And they went in and all these crazy fucks who didn't vote in the past voted and um, voted out the Republicans they had and put in crazy Republicans who then immediately wiped out the diversity, equity, and inclusion office, tried to fire the health director, and that's still going on. Uh, In fact, let's get to that. The health director... Okay, at a time when COVID was running wild and fucking they're locking up places where people are gathering and no, you can't get together. We're going to have to close this school down. We're going to have to close this church down. You keep uh, going against the mask mandates, all that crazy shit. Uh, All the patriots, you know, that that riled them up. And so then when they when Ottawa Impact wins all of these seats in the county commission, which, again, this is supposed to be boring politics. County commission meetings, is, uh, they should take half an hour. Um, now they have taken control of the county and they're using politics for revenge and fucking with everybody. So now you've got libraries closing down and books being banned and a lot of the Ottawa impact people, it's not just the county, uh, won seats on local school boards. And so there being the pains in the asses that they were, that they've been, um, in their private lives now publicly, uh, on, on school boards and being just wrecking everything piles of shit people. And one of the things they did in the revenge politics was try to get rid of the, uh, health director, Adeline Hambly. Uh, but she was able to put a halt to that through the courts so that she wouldn't be fired. And then 
as we got to the point in the year when it's time to come up with a budget for the year for the health department or for the county, the, uh, the board says, all right, we are cutting this uh, funding of the health department by th- this is what we'd like to cut the amount by. And it was like a tremendous cut so much so that all these, um, services would, would go by the wayside and people would lose their jobs because they had no fucking money. Hambly then mentioned on social media, posted a video saying, uh, I'm very concerned about the health department because if this goes through, we will have no money. And then they tried to fire her over that saying that that was uh, insubordination. It was all a mess. So they finally realized they can't just fire her because of the legal ramifications and they'll be sued for so much money that they tried to give her 4.1. They said, we're going to give you $4.1 million to go away. And then they said, well, now wait a minute. So they like offered it and then they kind of wanted to take it back. That's what I'm understanding. And now because they offered it, the lawyer for Hambly has filed a motion asking the judge to now force them into giving her the $4.1 million, which is like more than 30 years of her yearly salary. My God, coincidentally, the amount of money that they initially wanted the health department to cut from their budget was $4 million. Um, the attorney for Hambly argued she and her client believe the deal had been reached, but that County leaders tried to back out because of negative backlash to details of the settlement that were published locally in the press. The attorney for Ottawa County, an asshole named David Coleman said, nobody ever agreed to anything. He said emails that Howard pointed out to as proof of a deal were tentative only and didn't go to the board. A hearing out. So basically, they 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 got buyer's remorse and it's like, oh, maybe we don't want to give you that much money. Well, all she has to do is not accept it and then sue them. Because if she accepted the four million, she would never sue. It would be an agreement. It's like a, you know, we'll give you this money if you go away and don't ever. Uh, we don't want everyone to see your face, hear your voice ever again. I tell you what. So all these uh, uh, money grubbing. Uh, Dutch conservatives are probably pretty pissed off at the board that they put in place, giving away $4.1 million. Conservative County commissioners backed by uh, political action committee, Ottawa impact have been trying to oust Hambly all year. Uh, They first voted in January to remove her from her job. She sued, saying that was illegal. Commissioners countered that she was never properly appointed. The Michigan Court of Appeals finally ruled that Hambly was rightfully appointed, but also that the board could fire her if it could prove cause under state law. And then the cause that they thought was when she went to the uh, social media after they tried to slash her budget, which I guarantee you was a plan all along. She probably walked right into the trap. This is so stupid. Well, anyway, this... All these meetings have been going on and on and on. And it will continue again today at 1.30. So 
what you do is you go to the Ottawa County um, YouTube channel when the meeting starts. And a lot of times they go into closed door sessions, which means all they do is they just take the camera and aim it at the wall. The camera at the wall gets uh, eight times the audience of the Eric Zane show podcast. That's right. I'm going up against camera at the wall and camera at the wall is kicking easy's ass. There is a lot of entertainment value to it though, because you see a lot of uh, people on there arguing and having fun in the chat, attacking each other. That's always good. Occasionally that local veteran and scientist, Kristen Megan Kelly makes her appearance known. And you can have fun making fun of her because she's stupid. By the way, it's worth repeating that the person that Ottawa Impact wanted to be the new health director was that scientist slash veteran's husband, Nate Kelly, who I, I, I always, I can't believe I'm saying it every time I say it. They wanted him to be the health director. And he is like a low-level uh, HVAC tuner-upper guy. Like, he shows up at your house and puts a new furnace filter in. If he were working with Joe Martinez, he would be the guy who has to get up at 2 in the morning uh, for the after-hours service call. That's who they want to be the uh, health director. My God. I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm a veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm a veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm a veteran. I am the mother. I'm the veteran of a child that he spoke about on his podcast. I'm the veteran in a sexual manner. I'm the veteran, um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. I have a sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm the veteran. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm the veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm the veteran. This is not protected speech. I'm the veteran. When She's got it all figured out. Acts of a veteran. Um, I'm a veteran. It was an attack on me and my family, and uh, I'm a veteran. It's one thing to have an opinion of adults, but again, it's not protected to be to speak sexually about a seven-year-old girl. I like how she has it all figured out. Like she's got all the protections. She's got the sheriff involved. She all my spot. None of those things happen, by the way. Um, I'm a veteran. If you would like to see the evidence, and uh, I have seen on social media someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm a veteran, but they want your business to know that your name is slapped behind the screen when he's saying these things. Um, I'm a veteran. You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405. 405- 694- 694- 694- 834- I don't know. It sounded like six. I'm a veteran, but I would really like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. Area code 
And I don't know what the last one is. Um, I think it's six, but I'm not sure. I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I would just like to hear back from you. Thank you very much for your understanding and your time. I'm a veteran. Thanks. What was the part about? Yeah, I don't get it either. Corey writes, you talk about that part. Yeah, talk about that part, Eric, where you were trying to squash this, telling people not to talk about it. Yeah, that requires effort. I'm... I don't care who, t- I'm not going to go and tell people what to talk about. You you talk about what you want, I'll talk about what I want. Stupid fucking idiot. Chris says she gives out phone numbers in a weird way. Yeah, she, it's, like, it's like she slowed down to make sure that everyone could get her phone number. I like how the idea that uh, she called one of my sponsors who then forwarded the message to me with like laughy emoji saying, yeah, play this. Oh yeah. It was very effective. And how you got me canceled. You stupid fucking whore. Fuck you. All right. He's Benny, the wonder dog, Benny, the wonder dog, Benny, the wonder Stupid fucking hippie. Take a shower, hippie. Smelly shit, hippie. Dirty fucking hippie. He's Benny the Wonder Dog. Benny the Wonder Dog. Benny the One Night Wonder Dog. Benny the One Night Dog. Benny the One Night Dog. Uh, Kenny said, uh, stupid fucking hippies. So that's what motivated the playing of that. Kenny says, how old, how's old Gunner? Anyways, I heard from Gunner yesterday. Gunner weighed in on the uh, controversy involving the bootstrap boys. He wrote, ha, love it. Waylon, never a dull moment. I said, yes, Gunner, I love you. He says, Waylon is the only group in our area who's 100% all in. It's unfair, all the part-time weekend dipshits trying to pull them down to a local scene level. Not possible. Um, he's referring to Waylon, you know, committing to... Um, no matter what they've done, they've always... This has been a full-time job for them. Uh, 100% all in and his, uh, with, with, uh, you know, Waylon reaching out to these local acts saying, Hey, we want you to be part of it for them to get fucked in the ass is, uh, is just ridiculous because they do nothing but care about local music. Waylon does not know, uh, or I should say Gunner. I don't know if he's aware of who the bootstrap boys are. He didn't indicate. All right. 
By the way, they are a, uh, I think they're a, 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 a left wing band. I think they're a leftist, which is, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I think that they actually work their politics into, uh, into their songs, which uh, they, you know what? Honestly, had they not been such assholes, I think I would have liked that band. I really do. Cause I heard it and I was like, I think, I, I think I would like you, but I don't because of your fucking bulldog faced asshole bitch manager. All right. Anyway, um, so concerning that, um, the health officer that's going on today where she's trying, they're trying to, um, cause they offered 4.1 million. They're like, fuck yeah, we'll take $4.1 million. Hambly's attorney's motion to bind the board to the $4 million agreement was filed on November 16th. It says that under the settlement, Hambly would leave her position by December 15th in exchange for four mil. Deputy Health Officer Marcia Manseri would resign in exchange for severance of one year's pay. So, all right, I guess they uh, they they offered it and then got buy- buyer's remorse. Uh, meanwhile... That Lucy Ebel, who looks like a female version of uh, Millhouse from The Simpsons. What the fuck am I doing? Reminds me, she here she is. Uh, the she is now going to face a recall election. This is the work that has been. Um, committed to by this guy larry jackson who filed the petition and uh his right hand a helper is my pal joe spaulding who i have on here uh from uh from time to time on the show they've been working very very hard canvassing the uh the communities in this little district with this lucy ebel she is one of the ottawa impact people and they figured they had a chance to get a recall because when she first won election, nobody came out and voted and she won the seat. If they are able to get her out in May, uh, that means that the Ottawa Impact people will no longer have a majority in the county um, politics, which only buys them a handful of months, really, because uh, then in the following November, there is yet another election for the rest of them. And with a little luck, they'll all be outed or ousted. So uh, Justin Robach has confirmed that uh, Lucy Ebel will uh, face a special recall election in May. Justin Robach is the Ottawa County Clerk. Petitioners Larry Jackson did submit enough signatures to trigger the recall. They have to go over all of those signatures and the printed name and match it up with the voter roll and see who's signing the petition. And they did a very good job and they were able to absolutely get that done. And the, the clerk has gone over with a lot. I mean, this is why clerks are paid to do this shit. Petitioners had submitted enough signatures to trigger the recall. The people demanding the recall submitted more than 3000 signatures, but hundreds of them were rejected. The initial review included an examination of petition headings and circulator circulator certificates for accuracy and an authentication of signature and voter registration status for each one of the 3,000. Hundreds of staff hours were devoted to this task. 
that resulted in the rejection of hundreds of petition entries, as well as the validation of many more. So they lost a bunch and they gained some. Robux says 78 other additional entries were challenged during the review process. So it's down to like one at a time to try. If they fuck it up, no recall election. Um, The clerk's office concluded 2,575 valid signature entries, which is 94 over the minimum threshold required by law. So they squeaked by all of that work and and they barely made it. Quote, therefore, I am required as clerk to call a special recall election for the office of county commissioner in District 2 for Tuesday, May 7th. Ebel is the one who, uh, when Larry Jackson first filed the petition for the recall, the female millhouse went in front of the county building with a bunch of her 50 brainwashed fucking supporters and said, Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County. Repeat my words. Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County. And it's like, yeah, well, that that's cool. I'm glad he is. And now he gets to watch your recall election. If he's Lord, he's not on your team because he's not doing shit about this recall. You dumb bitch. The organizers behind the recall effort called Ebel and her Ottawa impact counterparts too extreme. The recall election will be referent will be a referendum on Ottawa impact said Larry Jackson. He is the treasurer for the Ottawa County Democrats. The malicious actions of Lucy Ebel, Joe Moss and the other Ottawa impact commissioners continue to cause harm to the citizens of Ottawa County. That's true. Um, Larry and, and Joe and all that, all that bunch, they know that, uh, this is a Republican, uh, stronghold. They're not expecting like Democrats to be in those seats. They just don't want retarded assholes being in the seats now that they have. Jackson cited Ottawa Impact's efforts to oust Administrative Health Officer Adeline Hambly, the board's budget that decreased funding to the health department and burning taxpayer money on expensive legal counsel. We haven't even talked about that. In a statement, Roebuck also addressed election fraud accusations leveled against him and his staff. All of our voters deserve the ability to trust their elections in the system of election administration that upholds them. So basically, they're trying to turn it on the clerk and the clerk's like not having He's like, yeah, fuck you. I know my job. These people legally submitted in all these uh, signatures, so go fuck yourself. I am committed to upholding my oath of office above and beyond any personal political belief or agenda. That is what our entire team has endeavored to do throughout the recall process. Yeah, you don't fuck with a county clerk. All right? They take that shit seriously. Kyle wrote now Kyle is uh he does not believe in baby Jesus like your old pal EZ does
He writes, Jesus is too busy ignoring Gaza, and he wanted to write Hamas, but he wrote hummus. God damn. Uh, all right. I want to, uh, I kind of want to bring in my pal Joe Spaulding. He's probably getting ready for a full day of sitting in on the, on the commission meeting. I, I don't know how the fuck this guy has time to do all this. Eric Zane, how's it going? I'm live, buddy. Hey, awesome. What's, so, uh, yeah, we're uh, going to put Lucy on the ballot on May 7th. Yeah, I was just discussing that, um, uh, the breaking it down. Congrats. Thank you. You only made it by 94. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it seems like a small number there. It's like 3.5% over the, the goal and, you know, 25% of the people that voted for the governor in the last election is a huge number, uh, regardless of the geographic area. So, um, I mean, we, we made it by 94 votes, uh, 94 voters uh, signing there, but we had to, you know, be present every day and we had to go knock every door more than once in, in the district in order to make that happen. Yeah, uh, that's, and, that's a real, uh, that is so meticulous and so much time involved. I think they set it up to be very, very difficult. That's why when people say recalls are tough to make happen, that, that's that's what they're talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, like, the, and the reality is that we had the strategy lined up uh, well before day one, and we submitted our language on the very first day in July that we were able to uh, submit language for re of those tough laws that were changed in 2012 uh, because Rick Snyder didn't want uh, to lose his majority and he didn't want to get recalled himself, I believe. So, Oh, my God. So um, now that's it. So I, I saw that the clerk in the uh, his quote, because people are already giving him a hard time. Yeah. And, and uh, Roebuck, I guess, is his name. And he he shot that down really quick and said, look, this is this is uh, my job uh, by the state constitution or whatever the hell it is. And uh, and he's he's like, don't you even try that shit with me. I mean, yeah, the most professional speech possible. I can tell you that. Um, and I'm not saying this in a, in a bad way, but the man in the office didn't do us any favors. They made sure every T was crossed and every I was dotted. And if we hadn't had done our job, uh, it wouldn't have come anywhere near this far uh, because the office holds its responsibility to the voters that seriously. Yes. So you can take everything that man says what, uh, with 100% uh, certainty that he's, he's being honest and he's he's right almost every every time he speaks publicly right yeah his job is to uphold the election as best as he can and make sure everything is done particularly right uh no no favorites can be played in any way and it's is a very serious by the book deal yeah but let, let's put this into context though lucy and her lawyers challenged every single signature we submitted uh, that they validated. So they challenged 2,653 signatures, including my signature, including my grandmother's signature who lives just down the road from me, and including the signatures of people who are Lucy's friends, including the signatures of people who are parents of kids I went to kindergarten with. And and uh, every single signature couldn't have possibly been invalid. In fact, the accusations they were making were accusations of widespread like fraud, 
And not only is that patently absurd and just dumb, like it's obvious to anybody that interacted with the petition in any serious way that that wasn't the case. There are reasons for that were things like, oh, we had uh, too many fully filled petition sheets with full with every line filled. Well, you know, there's this thing that if you're familiar with petitions, that if like you use the number of signatures uh, per petition on average to tell you how enthusiastic voters are. And normally it's like three or four signatures per petition. Here, it's closer to six, seven, or eight. I didn't figure out what the, the total calculation was at the end, but it was trending around six, seven, or eight for most of the circulation of the petition. That tells me, uh, because we're running a legitimate petition, that voters hate what Ottawa Impact is doing. They hate they hate Lucy Ebel uh, holding up their agenda. Boy, you know, it's uh, it, it's really a, uh, a, 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 a sign of the times how they kind of snuck in and and ripped off that election. I mean, they they did it legitimately, but everybody was asleep at the wheel when they did that. And 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 I guess to their credit, but there's no fucking way that's going to happen again. That's right. We're we're all paying attention to every level of government at this point when we go to the ballot box, and we have, uh, you know, we have this nine day window now uh, where we can go to the election, you know, go to the uh, clerk's office anytime and vote before the election because we have early voting. Uh, and we have vote by mail that's super easy, and people can do research at home to make sure that they're not getting uh, having one pulled over on them just because someone has an R or D next to their name. I don't know where it is, but I, I think it's in Michigan somewhere. There's a husband and a wife that are, are running uh, for an open seat. Uh, in the primary, one's running as a Democrat, one's running as a Republican, and they're both all happy and joyous about it, saying, oh, no matter who wins, we'll be happy. This is like one of the oldest political tricks in the book, right? <laughs> like, you know, so, like, this, it, it's, it's complete bullshit, but, like, it just goes to show, like, we need these opportunities for voters to be able to educate themselves, and um, thankfully we have some more, um, you know, coming around the corner because of these amendments that we've had recently. Do you think one day you'll be a mastermind for a uh, gubernatorial or presidential election campaign, Joe Spalding? Uh, uh, like, like I don't, I don't like, like. I mean, you asked me what I do professionally, right? Uh, yeah. Um, like, yeah. So, so, like, I don't. I try not to work for candidates. I'm going to do Been doing a good job at not doing that because of the other thing you said yesterday is that it, it sucks to have heroes. Um, you know, I, I have friends professionally that were working on the Jonathan Edwards campaign. Some older folks will remember this. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and there are people that worked for Anthony Weiner and believed in him when he was sending crotch picks all over the place to, to younger women, uh, you know, and like there, you, can, you can't have these, these uh, heroes in politics. And that's all a candidate ends up being at the best. So I try not to work with them. Uh, uh-huh. You know, uh, I, I can't rule it out. Like if the right person came along and they're like, we need some help setting up the Michigan program, you know, I I'd consider it, but like, you know, right now I'm super happy. Uh, I'm doing a lot of work, um, you know, in the, uh, you know, renewable energy side of stuff, doing some affordable housing stuff, um, you know, advising folks on, on messaging and how to make sure that they're reaching voters in a way that's going to get people elected that are, that are, you know, friendly to those things. Cause I believe in affordable housing uh, elder millennial, but I buy into that global warming stuff. Cause I think that uh, I can see the planet warming and I, I'm kind of scared by it. So, oh, hey, I, I'm, I'm, if you ran, I'm voting for you. If you ran, oh bullshit! No, I'm not. I'm not. A, no, that's not happening. Didn't, didn't you run once? Didn't you run somewhere? Didn't you run for Park yes. Township? 
No, I, I ran for Lucy C. Okay. Um, my, my hat was in the ring, but, you know, we like we spent a total of $500 in that election. For me, that was about making sure they overextended and put chips on the table. They had to spend $15,000 okay. to, to get that seat, and we knew we were going to come back with a recall after that. So that's $15,000 gotcha. she didn't have to spend on her lawyers this time. All right. All right. So you were just trying you were trying to soften her up, like, you know, it, like kind of like a boxer going to the body early. Yeah, and we didn't want to say this for like the last year, but it's okay if this is out in the open at this point. Everything is about 2024 in Ottawa County because those elections, like those seats, those county commission seats were for two years. In 2024, they're for four years. Okay. All right. Well, we, that, hey, whatever you need, let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all ears. I'll help in any way I can. I hear you, and we're going to, you know, it's it's campaigns. So, like, you know, the closer we get to the election, as we start going down that way, we are going to have, you know, fundraising and, uh, uh, you know, volunteer asks for folks that want to come out and, you know, go to events and knock on doors with us. So those are things that are going to happen. I'll, I'll be reaching out. I got audience members in different parts of the country who are all in on the story because of this nonsense. It's, it's, it's so obscene. You got articles being written in, uh, in, in, in gigantic publications about our little old county, which should not be happening. No, it's, it's, it's dumb. Like the, the only national or international articles about Ottawa County should be about the beach and tulip time. Exactly. Not about this fucking mess in the, in the county uh, offices. In our, in our mouths to God's ears, maybe the Lakers start doing something in football again pretty hardcore. I don't know. <laughs> They're doing well. All right, Joe, I appreciate you as always. Thank you for the time. Yeah, uh, thanks, EZ. Take care. All right, buddy. See ya. There you go. That is uh, Joe Spalding. Spalding. I was thinking of that moment in Caddyshack, Spalding. God, I love talking to that guy. He's really great. Really, really great. Kyle writes, everyone, all caps in Michigan, can sign up for absentee ballot. They'll mail your ballot and you can mail back or drop off at your township office. Look at you. Look at you. All right. Very cool. Boy, so much going on. Uh, Thanks to everybody enjoying the show on Facebook, X. And YouTube, I got to kick you out. Full show is available on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, or uh, just download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. I appreciate that. Follow me there. Follow me on Twitch. It uh, When there's more people following me on Twitch, that uh, that helps. I, I need more people. That's why I uh, I encourage you to head over there and check it out. Or if you want to uh, listen to the audio podcast uh, whenever you want, after it, this one finishes up, I make the audio available for you to download. Wherever you download podcasts, I prefer Apple Podcasts. D- uh, subscribe to that. Uh, download the show. Leave a review. And there you go. If you ever want to say hello, send me an email in the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzanecho.com. I've got a Patreon where this week, uh, who are these free beers will be happening once again. Ben and I will be sitting down having a live stream so you can actually watch it as we do it live as we review the world-famous free beer and hot wings show on 40 radio stations all across the U.S. We will break it down for you. One of America's most popular shows. Uh, We're going to check out what they're doing and have a good laugh goofing on them. 
That's on Patreon, along, as, uh, along with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And you can get that for free on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane to sign up for seven days free. All right. Thank you very much. Facebook, X, and YouTube, but have a good one. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Love them so much. Uh, if you are a late arriver, do help us out, please. I'm asking you to help us out on the great food giveaway. That's how you help out. PayPal at Eric Zane Show. Cash App. You're going to go to, that's an Eric Zaitunian thing. Venmo at Eric Dash Zaitunian. Whatever you can spare, send it my way. We have to come up with $4,685.60 to feed 100 families for Christmas. I know you're up to the challenge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping in the past. Give, give, give. And then I will make the purchase. I will show you the receipt, how much money we spent, how much money we've raised. And uh, there you go. Just in complete transparency, because the last thing you want is me to steal your money. Because there's no way that's ever going to happen. But I will make that completely transparent for you to see exactly what's going on. Okay? Because basically, if if I'm getting money shoveled over to me from Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal, you're like, oh, fuck that shit. Uh, but we've had nothing but success doing this this way for the past three years. So looking forward to it again this year and uh, feeding those families. And we'll be doing it at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Throat Stab, Throat Slash Dale at Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Technically, he was stabbed, but slash sounds better. Uh, reach out to Dale for any janitorial services, restaurant cleaning, hood washing, 231-740-4098. That's 231-740-4098. Or for snow removal in the Muskegon, Michigan area, 231-740-4098. My pals over at Blue Frost IT, the IT specialist in West Michigan, reach out to them at 616-285-50. If uh, you need any IT work done for your business or your home. If you're looking to upgrade your tech, don't just go and start buying things. You don't know what the hell to buy. Sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Blue Frost IT. They'll tell you what's up after they analyze what you do at your business and uh, send you on your way. You make your purchase. They'll help you set everything up. And uh, then they'll be your managed IT service provider. And you definitely need those need one of those if you are in business you have to have someone to help you in the event of a software hardware meltdown at blue frost it 616-285-50 hey what's up it's your pal easy with another amazing partner for the eric zane show podcast the eufy video lock oh my gosh smart lock 2k cam and doorbell three in one triple security You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay, and that app, and oh, my God. 
This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock um you know i forgot about the tampons we are also giving away tampons So extra money goes to feminine hygiene products. So we're going to need more than $4,685.60 because I want to buy as many feminine hygiene products as possible. Uh, Okay, hold on a second. Let me make sure I get this right. I didn't indicate which one was my Venmo, but my Venmo is on there. Venmo. So there you go. Uh, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, all there for you right now. Food and tampons. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast, Christmas food and tampons extravaganza. Some ladies use those pads, which if I were a lady, I think I would want to use the pad. You know, because sticking that thing up there seems fucked up to me. Can't you get like uh, a horrible uh, uh, syndrome is what's it called again? Uh, Toxic shock syndrome that can hurt you. You just got to let it flow out into like the pad. I'm team pad on that. Stevie says pads are awful. Feels like a diaper. Well, yeah, I imagine, but isn't that better than like that thing going up you? Uh, Toxic uh, shock syndrome can kill you. Yeah, I think that. So I guess when you stick something up there, you go into shock and it becomes toxic. Is that what that is? And you get like some syndrome. Uh, Kyle says the quote, here's your ham and some tampons. (laughs) The uh, Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance who uh, work to find homes and placement for all animals. uh, will be giving out pet food as well. 
Chris says there's a, a rubber shot glass fucking thing my wife uses now. What? Like for uh, when a woman is having uh, a period, she puts a, a rubber shot glass thing on there? Is that kind of like a mini thing that you put on a horse to feed it hay? Tyler wrote, writes, uh, I think they are like, quote, blood cups that some chicks use instead of tampons. They're called blood cups? That's weird. I had not heard of that. Ben from back of the room writes, yeah, and then he drinks it. You know, just when you think it's safe uh, to enjoy the chat, Ben flies in with a, and then he drinks it. Do you think ever in the history of kink that there has been a person to slurp vag period blood during sex? You know that that's happened. Uh, Kenny says, I saw it on TV once, the period blood cup. And had no no clue what it was until I went online and found other people asking. LOL. Well, I don't know. Okay. Jimmy says blood cups sounds like a female metal band. I don't want to live in a world where uh, period blood consumption is taking place. That sounds like something that would actually make you ill. That could be one of the most vile things. I can't figure out what is more vile. Uh, something to do with feces and sex or, or period blood and sex. Okay. I Enough. I need to go to the potty. Oops. Why did that happen? All right. I'll be back. Kenny writes, I love the random sound effects the past two days followed by the inevitable. Oops. It's always the same. Oh, shoot that fucker! Whoops. Don't suck a big black dick, because I know you want to do it. Whoops. The Motor City Man Man. Whoops. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. Whoops. Megan says, Denise B. came in because of you. Thanks, Eric. To uh, Irvine's. Oh, well, that's nice. Well, yeah, they, they should. It's only the best place ever to get your vehicle repaired. By the way, you may notice my face is up below my nose here. I got one nick here and another and two more right here. I murdered my face yesterday with a razor. It looked like a horror movie, and then I got a zit over here. God damn. 
It looked like a horror movie on the floor of the shower. <sighs> Nothing worse. It's like, oh, God. Then you're bleeding like a stuck pig. The worst is when you nick your ball meat. Because I actually, you know, use an actual razor like that you would use on your face to trim the actual ball zone. And very rarely you get a little nicky nicky right there. And it's like, look out. Oh God, you look like a, uh, you look like that guy in the, uh, in, in, uh, in hockey who, who died on the ice too soon. Uh, Katie says same razor for both. Well, yeah, of course. It's not like my balls are my asshole and I'm in the shower. You wash your balls and then you trim the balls. You can't even tell me that that's gross. It's not gross at all. Hell, even if I, if I washed my ass, if I razored my asshole, I would use it on my face. It's clean. He says, use different razors. Why? Why would you? That makes no sense. There is, there is, uh, that area is completely clean when I wash it or when I shave it. I'm, I'm, I actually wash my body when I take a shower, like everything, my legs, my feet, my balls, my asshole. I scrub. Maureen says, I know more about your privates, Eric, than I do about my husband's. There's something weird about that. No, 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 no. Aram says, Kenny, I thought that was a silly question until he actually confirmed that he does that. There is nothing wrong with that. And as uh, concerning what you know about my, uh, my privates. Oh yeah. That it's the only way it can be. You know, you want to leave no stone unturned. You want to leave nothing to the imagination. Like I was talking with, uh, hurricane Ashley and, uh, and her better half, Tim, and he is the better half. And Amy, they were at Bosco's and, uh, they were all at the bar and we had a uh, conversation about, uh, I forgot how it was being discussed, but Amy said, oh no, Eric leaves, Eric always gives way too much. We know so much about Eric. And uh, I think we were talking to like the volume of like my jizz, how it's because remember I was telling you that because of that medicine, um, I mean, there's still some jizz but I, it's really affected things. I've, I've become like, um, um, it just kind of like, it barely flies out of there. Uh, before it would be like a real gusher. What, like with these long spurts and they would go like great distances. And now it's just this medicine I take has, just taking all my fun away. So I really miss my jizz and it, it breaks my heart, but this is, this is, I I mean, this is all I can do. I have to follow my doctor's orders. So 
that's, I mean, that was a, I mean, that was like one of the highlights of sex for Diana. What, what new surprise would fly out of me? And now it's just like a complete letdown. It's such a bummer. It's coming for, well, it's not actually, but for all of you, something is going to get, uh, 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 screwed up in your life physically, and you're not going to be able to do something. Uh, Chris says you need to go to a truck stop and buy some of that ejaculoid stuff. That's right. They do sell that at truck stops. Ejaculoid. I don't know if it works. Yeah, it's a real, real bummer in, in the household here. I was just talking about this with uh, Jackie and Madison. Concerning uh, shaving your balls with the same razor you do your face. Chris says, it's your skin. Are your balls that nasty you can't use the same razor? Exactly. No, they're not. I have clean balls. Now, you know, if after sitting down and my balls are sweating and then I use the razor... And then put it right on my face. Oh, maybe, but I'm still rinsing it. Chris says, what did that podcast you listened to uh, talk about today, Chris? Well. Brandis says, my Lord, the shit that gets discussed on this podcast. Kenny says, wow, what a topic. Take care. I can't wait to come back and hear the rest early meeting today. Enjoy your meeting, young man. Enjoy your meeting. All right. Nebraska woman. Wow. This is a, this, this is the type of lady that our very own Nick, the electrician would want to marry. I don't know why you can't see it. You should. There she is. Look at. Uh, there they are in front of the uh, old school truck. She um, she slaughtered this gigantic big buck. She's she's one of these hot hunter chicks. And the plan was, he's going to ask her to marry him after she killed her big buck Cole Burris proposes to Samantha Kamenzen during a photo shoot after she shot and killed a giant buck during a deer hunt November 12th in Nebraska Burris surprised his future bride by popping the question after she bagged the deer it looked like a she looks cute, except for the, eh, no, she looks cute in a hillbilly way. This is, this is the way these mountain people dress and act. He's got the requisite boots on the, the beard, the hat, the whole deal. This is what he wears to church. These, this is what these people wear to church. These are, these are slobs. These are disgusting animal people who just happen to somehow be attractive. Oh, she's super cute. 
Now look at that. How disgusting is that? Their, their, their wedding, their proposal picture, she's holding the dead deer up with blood dripping out of his mouth after he just proposed to her. That is a big deer, by the way. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so there's ten points on one antler. Do you count both sides? So, is, am I to assume that this is a twenty-point buck? Is that what you say? Okay, yeah, eleven points on one side and nine on the other. So is that what you would describe as a, uh, as a 20 point buck? Yeah. 11 and nine, 20 point buck, which I, I guess is big, right? Cole says that's the girl that you want. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a song called uh, 30-point buck. So that would be super big if you had a 30-point buck. Look at these. God, she's so cute. And he's actually quite handsome. But, I mean, these these people are eventually going to be ugly because of the way they live. I don't know, though. She is so fine. Holy shit, is she a cutie. A little way too young for me, though. God damn, the whole... That is, they're really living it. You go and kill the animal, and then he, he asks her to marry her? Now, for him, for this guy, he has hit the jackpot. Because, you know, um, the fact that she's actually out hunting, and she gets a 20-point buck, he probably was like, I cannot believe this. This is the, I was just going to ask her to marry me no matter what, but here she is. She's a woman of my dreams. Now he of course is going to be an alcoholic and probably cheat on her and have sex with the kids. This is what we know because that's what happens to people who hunt. That's the way that they, that they, uh, that they behave. Kyle says, looks like she's rocking some mom jeans. She is rocking mom jeans, but you can pull that off when you're that cute. You can, she could wear anything and she would look cute. So I'm happy for these losers. For this murdering pair. They need to be out there in the wild. They need to be procreating and making future murderers. So we can have these scum people go out and kill deer, which, as you know, I love. I love hunters. It takes a real animal to be able to go out and do this shit, this cowardly act of hunting. And uh, we need this in our communities, especially in Nebraska and places like Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan. You know, any state where there's there's trees, there's deer and people. And we don't want people smashing into deer. That's why we need beautiful people like these two making babies to make future hunters. 
So I'm very, very happy that this is happening. Um, let's see. Samantha's boyfriend not only gave her the first shot at the deer. They had spotted on a trail camera south of Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, but then surprised her by popping the question in the middle of a photo shoot with the prize trophy. Oh, I get it. It wasn't like, well, it had to be right after they shot the damn thing. Because you want to get that thing. You want to get your pictures, get that thing off the ground and get it processed. I'm guessing, you know, you got to take it over to the buck pole and tie it up where all the other hill jacks are there. The ugly people and, uh, and hang up your deer and, and uh, rip out its insides. Everybody quote, everybody has been saying they would marry him too. If he let them shoot this big of a deer said the 28 year old bride to be who lives in Omaha. In the three years of dating, one of the things the couple bonded over is their shared love of hunting. They process and eat the meat of what they kill. Well, that goes without saying. I wonder if they like screw on the deer. You know, like actually she lays down on the body of the deer and he puts it to her. Uh, Do you think that that's ever happened in the history of the world where a couple has uh, actually boned on the deer. Cole said he didn't have any problem letting his bride to be take the first shot at the buck. I was just as excited as she was when she got it. The 32 year old from Philly, Philly, Nebraska said. Then Burris told Carmen Zinn that he wanted a professional photographer to take some pictures to commemorate the big moment. Partway through the pictures, he got down on one knee and asked her to marry him, allowing the photographer to capture exactly when she said yes. Burris said he got the idea after uh, another maniac friend made a similar proposal during a hunting trip to Alaska. Their friends were amazed when they saw the photos. I didn't know if they were more shocked when we got engaged with the size of the deer. The two are aiming at a possible wedding date next fall, but she said it definitely wouldn't be during hunting season. Of course, no, do it during hunting season. Like actually hunt in the wedding dress. Come on. Speaking of death, the guy who murdered George Floyd was almost killed. Uh, I think this happened over the weekend. I forgot to mention it yesterday. Derek Chauvin. He was the cop who put his knee on that guy and then he died. You know? Uh, And he was convicted of that. He was in prison and another inmate stabbed his ass. So this is great news. The bad news is he's expected to survive, but that might be good because he's going to die. Someone is actually going to kill Derek Chauvin. Uh, This happened in an Arizona prison on Friday. I wonder if it was one of those things like in Breaking Bad when they're walking, there's a line of dudes and another line going the other way and a couple of them just start stabbing the shit out with uh, sharpened toothbrushes. Uh, He was in stable condition. There's not a lot of info on this. A source familiar with the incident 
previously said that Chauvin was seriously injured after another inmate attacked him in the institution. The prison is medium security, but has been low staffed, causing a lack of security. Later uh, confirmed an unnamed inmate at the facility was attacked and it was Derek Chauvin. Responding employees initiated life uh, saving measures for one incarcerated individual. Wait, why would you have that job working at a prison? My God. Fuck my neighbor over here. Uh, Jordan works at a, at a jail. God damn. Um, uh, Chauvin was uh, taken to the hospital. Yeah, this guy is not going to last. He's got 21 years. He's only like, um, he's not even two years in to a uh, to a 21-year sentence. This guy is not going to make it. On that show that I watch from time to time, Lock Up, the inmates know exactly where they need to go where there's no cameras. Like, they figured out somehow that there's a spot that they can all go uh, to do, to, like, fight. And so they'll go, all right, you get, you, let's go. So they wander, the, the two guys who are going to fight wander over to an area where they know the cameras can't see. And then all the inmates just act like nothing's going on. They don't like gather around and make it obvious that they're watching a fight. They're kind of just sitting there like playing checkers and, and, uh, you know, whatever, standing around looking bored while these two guys are in a fight to the death in like this fight room. And then eventually it's like, okay, you had enough. Yeah, I've had enough. And then that's it. They come out. They're all fucked up. One's got his nose sideways. His ears ripped off. He's, he's eating his eye. Holy shit. Uh, Chris wasn't aware Chauvin got attacked. You know why? Because it, it was reported on a Friday. If news breaks on a Friday, there's a good chance you won't hear it. That's why if there's ever anything bad that's happening like politically, you're going to hear about it on Friday. All right. So that's that. Thank you to my man, Frank Fuss. Okay. So first of all, if you or someone you know or love is getting ready to retire and utilize the Medicare program, not Medicaid, Medicare. Medicare is for when you retire. When you retire. Um, two things you're going to have to do, or that person's going to have to do who you know or love. Uh, get all their ducks in a row to make sure their Medicare is appropriate because you can screw that up. And their Social Security if you don't have that set up appropriately, you're not going to get what you're entitled to. Frank helps with that. No cost. Best part about Frank, no money changes hands. He gets paid by insurance companies when his clients utilize certain policies, whatever policies that you happen to take advantage of through either your retirement, Medicare, or healthcare.gov, Obamacare, whatever it may be. Maybe you need life insurance. Frank helps with all of that. With his business, My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. You can get more information by reaching out to him at buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y insurancehere.com. Okay. 
While I'm at it, Grand Rapids Gold plays Saturday and Sunday this week. Go to GrandRapidsGold.com to get your tickets, and I want to see you there. Tickets as low as $12 to see the Grand Rapids Gold. GrandRapidsGold.com. Thursdays and Fridays of the week, they have $2 beer and dogs, $2 beers and dogs. Uh, but these games this week are on Saturday and Sunday. Check out my pals at the Grand Rapids Gold, and I will see you there. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, getting you into a mortgage. Whether it's your first, your 10th, uh, whether you're getting money out of your home because you've lived in it for a while, you need some extra cash for whatever, home improvement, Christmas, 231-332-6505 from anywhere in the U.S. Have Mario roll out the carpet for you. Okay, Uh, get into the mortgage you need with a pre-approved mortgage today and get into that house. You're like, I know, but I can't buy as much house because of the interest rates. Yeah, I know. I know it's set up that way. So, but get into your house and then you can always refinance and get into a lower rate. The point is you're paying on your house. You're not paying on someone else's house. Reach out to Mario at 231-332-6505. And finally today, Last in the lineup is Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. He's still on his victory lap from Michigan winning. Uh, 616-516-8579. He's starting to punch himself out. He's not nearly as annoying today. Uh, This all goes back to generally Michigan fans are, uh, well, they're a pain in the ass is what they are. Okay? Uh, You have never seen a fan base be less cool when it comes to winning. Never. There's never been a fan base that has less subtlety. Okay. It's so true. 616-516-8579 for Joe Martinez. You have until December 1 to schedule it. Your furnace tune up for free. What are you doing? 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. Chris says, let's all pray for a Hawkeye miracle this weekend. <coughs> Excuse me. Chris says, thank you, Joe. I used some Spanish I learned on here towards the telemarketer the other day. Tu madre es una puta. You drop that on them, they're going to be pissed off. Um, Joe loves saying like Harbaugh rules. I don't think they need Harbaugh. They don't even need that coach. They should take the money that they pay him and give it to the players. I don't know if they need any coach. I think maybe Jim Harbaugh may be uh, gone after this year, though, Joe. Uh, A head coaching job just opened up earlier today or yesterday in Carolina. They fired Frank Reich, who I love Frank Reich. Um, He didn't even make it a whole year. He went 1-10 this year. And... um, they're the good. They they fired him, and they, you know I'll say they fired Deuce Staley too. And I love Deuce Staley. He left the Lions in order to be closer to his mother and coach, be a running backs coach in uh, in Carolina. So we'll see. So every time head coaching jobs open up, uh, they always talk about Harbaugh, 
Uh, Michigan has an opportunity to extend Harbaugh, and they have not yet done that. Time will tell. Uh, Joe writes, we bow to no one. And I'm hoping that's voice to text. Because he writes, we bow to uh, K-N-O-W-O-N-E. I think maybe that would have to be like no one. Like one word, no one. I don't think it's K-N-O-W. Joe says he's waiting for the proof on Harbaugh cheating. Well, I I told you. Everybody knows this. Chris Partridge already deleted it. That's what happened. And that was a good job on his part. The only thing that you're better at than winning all the football games is cheating. You're so good at cheating that no one even gets busted. All right, you annoying bastard. Let's see. I think I'm going to leave it right there. All right. Let's award the asshole of the day. Get in your nominations. Yesterday it was the bootstrap boys. And then I got in trouble for saying a slur on the show and Jeremy kicked my ass. I think Joe always gets a nomination. In fact, with so many of his stupid comments, it is time to uh, give him a timeout. It's been long enough. He fired off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. Eight, nine, ten out of twelve. What a pain in the ass. Asshole of the day. Who is it going to be? Well, when in doubt, just make it Ottawa Impact. Thank you to Joe Spalding for joining us today. Okay. Thank you, TC Paintball, now featuring new turf, um, for sponsoring the Asshole of the Day. As always, you guys are fantastic. Thank you for always being here for me. And supporting the show. I'll talk to you on Patreon a little bit later on. Till then, have a good one. Joe's back. Now I'm going to delete that one. Have a good one, folks. Till next time.